Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. everybody welcome to the midnight frightcast episode number 51 i am one of your hosts josh sitting across the table from me as always is the doctor of filmonomics greg the movie guy not as always sometimes i'm on a screen but i am here today so don't get angry with me as always <laughs> sitting to my left <laughs> is the scream queen herself maddie hello and to my right is the doctor of everything else Patrick. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And tonight we have a pretty kick-ass guest sitting in Nebraska actor extraordinaire, Eric Moyer. The doctor of Nebraska acting. Sorry to cut you off. Go. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have a PhD in in Nebraskaology. Awesome. Yeah. I I tried. We could also call it Nebracting. Nebracting. Yes. I'm I'm a Nebractor. I feel like you should see a dermatologist for that. Yeah. There's a cream. There's a cream. (laughs) Everybody else for the save. So we watched the trailer before we hopped on here. So we're just going to kick right in with the trailer. I try not to pick on the new guy, so I'm going to pick on Patrick. Brightburn, what'd you think? Okay, well, the first thing you said even before we started watching the trailer was, uh, this is not a horror movie. Boom. Okay, and I don't know, was it because you had seen the trailer before you got here? What did you know about the movie beforehand? I I saw this trailer months ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, this was my first time watching it. So looking at it, Okay, maybe it's got some horror elements into it, but it seems like it's more like an anti-hero, superhero type thing. Like, uh, you know, Superman goes bad. Yeah, Yeah, totally. It's like a Superman origin story Mm -hmm. thing. But it looks like he's evil more than good Clark Kent. Well, you know, you had to be evil to turn into Clark Kent. I mean, if that was going to be your alter ego and you have those superpowers, you were going to be off the train right. off the rails in a big way <laughs> if that is your alter ego is Clark Kent. So I see this as a legit origin story for how Superman came to be. I just feel really bad for the waitress. The yeah. one that, that got her face that's all cut up. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. I mean, she's just trying to serve coffee and right. get home and probably smoke a blunt or whatever. It is. <laughs> when she's done at work. She just had that look about her. Not that, that's, like a, not, that, not that I'm generalizing that, it, blood smoker. that that everyone that waits tables smokes pot. It's just a lot of people I've known that waited tables smoke do pot. Do smoke pot. Yeah. So, yeah, looking at it. Um, <laughs> it started. Yeah. So, uh, no, I was going to say that that's often a topic that we have discussions about is what is horror, what isn't. And I think that's probably going to be the one of our main topics of discussion in an upcoming podcast. But – this did come from a list of horror films of 2019. So okay. why are we getting screwed over on this? I don't know. And we didn't see everything either. I no. mean, they gave you a little flavor, you know, mm-hmm. a minute and a half, two minute taste of, of what's going on. Right. They, they could be taking that element out of there as well and not kind of showing you everything. You just don't know. Greg, what do you what do you uh I would like to agree that it's not a horror or at least the first half of it wasn't horror. I didn't think. It, it came off to be more of like a uh, a feel-good drama type movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, we haven't had a kid, and then this alien child comes from another planet, and we're blessed with a child. And it's like, oh, okay. It's a feel-good movie. Oh, no, we're, we're – okay, this is something different. So uh, definitely 
a cross and a mix between a lot of genres going on in there. I wasn't intrigued in it until it started getting dark. Um, more so because I want to see what this kid creature is going to ultimately be or become or find out that he was all along. So I will probably check it out, but it'd either be like on a $5 Tuesday yeah. or I'll wait and catch it on like Redbox or if cool. it graces the presence of Netflix. Cool. Maddie. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to run out and watch this. It was kind of interesting, but I really got stuck on these people that were like, oh, we plucked a baby out of this like glowing bullshit in the woods and it's not normal. Like wh- why? <laughs> what what could be wrong? With yeah, that? Wh- yeah. Yeah. Why would you think that would ever go wrong? No, that I really like Elizabeth <laughs> Banks, but I was kind of like, you didn't see that going just like head up. Like you didn't think that wouldn't. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Like you don't like just pluck babies out of like the fucking woods. No. And, yeah. And they're not like these happy adjusted little little things. <laughs> so yeah, I was I got really caught up on what? that. The perfect child. Yeah. Oh look, it just appeared. And yeah. like if I found a baby in the woods, I'd be going the other way. I never saw it, never looked at anything. I might call the cops in like a couple weeks, but like no, just no, I'm not picking that up. And well that's and the, just it. It's like what is up with these people? They're like, Oh, baby in the woods. No issue here. Should we call the authorities? <laughs> Why? Oh, because they prayed for it. They exactly. prayed for it, and it just like crash landed in their woods. <laughs> because God answers prayer with meteors. <laughs> there you go. The dinosaurs must have prayed hard. <laughs> <laughs> they hated life that much. Yeah. Maybe some signals. <laughs> My back brains off. are so small. God kill us all now. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the one thing that I kind of uh, that we didn't kind of touch on is James Gunn is a producer on this, and I like that he's got that "fuck you" attitude of, "Are oh, you going to take me off of Guardians of the Galaxy?" I will just go do this and mm-hmm. like there's nothing that shut him down. It didn't ruin him being kind of taken away from Guardians of the Galaxy. It didn't really smash his career. Right. He's got Brightburn. He's attached himself to I think he went on to DC now. He's mm-hmm. doing a DC uh, movie now too. But I like that James Gunn kind of came back out right. saying, I can do I can do a million things, guys. Fuck you. I don't need Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. But as far as the overall movie goes, there's some really awesome visuals in the mm-hmm. movie too, where like there's a shot of him like you can kind of see him floating, but you'd see like the red cape. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that's what gives you that whole like Superman kind of origin horror story kind of thing. Tons of really cool visuals for Brightburn. So, but yeah, I saw this a couple months ago and automatically was like, that's why I thought it was really interesting that Patrick suggested that tonight. Cause I was like, this isn't fucking horror at all. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? But yeah, I'm down for, for Brightburn. I like James Gunn stuff. Uh, I'm not even a comic book fan, but I was a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. So, yeah, Brightburn looks cool as shit. I feel like it's going to fall under that same trap where we've got uh, Elizabeth Banks in there and I think his name's David Denman, the guy who played Roy from The Office. Okay. Uh, it looks like they're starring characters and yeah. so they're A-list in a horror movie. Yeah. So it's it, I'm kind of interested to see how that goes. Yeah, for sure. So. Cool. So Greg's not going to run out and check it out. Maddie's not going to go around. She's running the other out. way. <laughs> Patrick? If I go to see it in the theater, it's going to be the Tuesday $5 movie. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Moyer? Oh, I'd catch that on Netflix for sure. Cool, yeah. Awesome. So, Brightburn, check out that trailer if you haven't. We're going to drop that on the Midnight Frights and the Midnight Fright Cast Facebook page. Uh, so, if you haven't seen it, go check it out there. Uh, we're going to move on to news. Uh, to, what? To, to, to what? To news. To what? To what? Oh, fuck. 
It's the news. We have guests, guys. Come on. We've you've been trying. That's why we're doing it, Maddie. He hasn't experienced. You got news, Maddie? Um, I do, and this isn't a horror film exactly related, but kind of. Um, Steven Spielberg says he wants to block Netflix films from the Academy Awards, and I think that's kind of shitty. I, I remember reading an article about this a while back, and I think I actually wrote a, uh, a response on my blog regarding it. Like, I get it. I think all Netflix would need to do is just have a theatrical release of that, and I think it would be fine. But, but why? Why do they have yeah, to? I, I don't know why, but I, I don't know. Well, here's my thing. I'm like, first of all, Mr. Spielberg, the future is now. This is what's going on. <laughs> to be honest, besides like this group of people who are really into film, most of my friends don't go to the theater anymore because you have to like remortgage your house in order to like go have a date night at the movies yeah. anymore. But like what kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth about this is like I'm sure when he started directing and was first starting out, he was doing revol- like newer stuff mm-hmm. and people were like hitting back against him. And so I'm kind of oh. like, why don't you just like accept that this is something new that's mm-hmm. happening and just deal with it. And why do you have to spend the, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of extra dollars on what was probably an indie film. Like Roma mm-hmm. was probably an indie film. It was probably low, fairly low budget. And mm-hmm. then they got to spend an extra, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50 million to advertise it on TV mm-hmm. and get it in the theater mm-hmm. and make all the extra prints to pass along. All the, all, you know, spend, that's all extra money when you can just drop it and plant it on Netflix for everybody to see yeah. and, and, and save that money. But see, it might be the fact that not everybody has a Netflix subscription while the general majority people do have it, but not everybody will have it. Whereas if it's released in theaters, they might actually – like they get a chance to go out and publicly see it. They have the opportunity. They don't have to get a Netflix subscription. I cannot talk today. I apologize. I have that effect on people. Sorry. It's all you. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> to me, it's just it's just complete and total BS. I mean, if you don't like it, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I think it's just a matter of like there is really spectacularly good content being put out by studios like Amazon Absolutely. and Netflix. And I'm saying they're studios. It's they studio. are. Mm-hmm. You bet. Yeah. They are producing legit content. Mm-hmm. It's competitive. And I think a lot of the old guard doesn't like it. Sure. They just can't yeah. handle it. And, you know, tough. You yeah. Know, so. I, I can see that. That makes more sense. Yeah, I get that. Is that it, Manny? Yep, that's my news. Cool. That was a good discussion. Uh, Greg, what do you got? So over on Bloody Disgusting, Stranger Things and It Breakout, Finn Wolfhard is in talks for Ghostbusters. Motherfucker took my news. But cool. Keep my going, No, no, you're good, Greg. Go. Okay. And, and pardon me as I scratch it off my list as well. <laughs> oh, well, suck it. Both of no, them. No, keep going. <laughs> I, that's all I had. I just I thought that's really kind of cool that uh, this kid's getting um, some decent looks at a lot of cool stuff. I'm, I'm intrigued. They've been talking about this Ghostbusters prequel, sequel, reboot, whatever. Well, not the reboot. It's, uh, it's just the third. It in, is uh, like a legit a sequel yep. to mm-hmm. that. So yep. yeah. I have a confirmed that Dan Aykroyd and Dacroyd, Bill Murray, and I can't think of his name. Shit, Ernie uh, Hudson. Ernie Hudson Ernie are Hudson. all coming back. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. awesome. So, and hopefully Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver will come back as well. There's there's a theory in this article where they're talking that Finn will be the son, son to of, Egon Spengler. Yeah, I think which be, I think would be kind of cool. They actually awesome. have a side by side of the two of them, and you can definitely yeah. see yeah a resemblance. Yeah, I think oh, sure. nice. So yeah. I think yeah. that'd be kind of cool to see him. He's He's a he's a character I'm going to be or a actor I'm going to be keeping my eye on because he's yeah. getting some really good uh, good looks for sure yeah so it's going to be uh, cool to see him do that so 
Yeah, and they don't have details on the plot, but they did say that his character is being considered for the son of a single mother. So that does kind of make sense that yeah. it could be right now. Son of Egon. If if I'm not mistaken, is this or is this not like the third like attempt at a third Ghostbusters movie that is like it, wasn't there a script? Like years ago, but it was deemed too dark. Ghostbusters Go to Hell was the script they wrote for a third. Like that was the working title. That was the working title. Go to Hell. Yeah, which would have been the shit, I think. Because I read the plot line on that. Not be fun and awful at the same time. But yeah. (laughs) I mean, that was when um, I can't think of his name. The guy played Egon was still alive. Good Lord. Yeah, when that that script was being tossed around. He'll always be Egon. Yeah, he was still alive. So it's been a while since they tossed that one around. Nobody can think of his name. So. No. Harold Ramis. Thank Harold you. Ramis, thank you. <laughs> Moyer for the sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And they're completely ignoring the... Uh, the travesty that just happened to fall into theaters. The female. Yeah. Um, As they should. How bad was that? I didn't, I didn't see, it. see it. I'm not even Anyone? pulling the trigger on it. No. Okay. No. Well, I think Maddie watched maybe 25 minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, death glare. <laughs> Patrick's gonna die. I don't think I get five minutes on that one. <laughs> Patrick, news. Hey, I've got some news. It has been announced that Seth Rogen has been cast in Jordan Peele's reboot of The Twilight Zone. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, while they have not said uh, what actual character he's going to be playing, but he is reportedly set to appear in an episode written by Key and Peele and community writer Alex Rubens. Cool. Did you guys see the Adam Scott? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which one he's doing? Yeah, he's, he's doing okay. the. Uh, the airplane one. That yeah. one with the guy whose feet. name I can't think of. Yeah. Help me. William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. John Lithgow did it also too. Did he? So yeah. Nice. But Adam Scott, that's a, that'll be a cool choice. It's a good, mm-hmm. yeah, good so. casting. Have they said when that's going to start airing? That I, a, I, I don't know, but like I saw it's only like NBC. I thought um, it was CBS. Or CBS. CBS. Exclusive. Yeah. Or like uh, you have to have like a, the CBS app or whatever. It's, it's called to watch CBS it. All Access. Or All Access, yes. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think you're going to be able to watch it like – well, and that's what they're, uh, they're doing that with The Stand. It's going to be on CBS All Access. I mean, it's all this money. It's so is ridiculous. that a remake of The Stand or is it the – It's going to be a 10-part series. So it's a redo it's, of the previous one. Right. Okay. Actually, I hope it's going to be a lot – I hope it's a reboot as opposed to a I'll respect, remake. Yeah, I'll respect all the people that were in it. But yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that was that was harsh. It was another time. It was. And yeah, I mean technology can make – the stand really awesome. Finn Wolford was my news, but uh, I did write down one thing. Does anybody want to talk quickly about this fucking Momo challenge? I was just going to, that was <laughs> going to be my news. Anybody? Does everybody know about it? I would yes. like to talk about it because I don't know much about it. Except I don't want to give it any power. So I will, I will say that since it's a hoax, hundred percent bullshit. hundred percent. Okay. Here's my thing. And I don't know if you may have gotten an email to Moyer, but so emails went out across everywhere from principals discussing to talk about your children at home, Mm -hmm. to talk with your children at home about this Momo challenge. And because it's all over schools, like my daughter came home crying on Wednesday because there was kids in her class talking about this and telling kids like, Oh, if you don't do this, Momo is going to come to your house and kill you. And she came home (sighs) fucking crying. She went to the principal with another friend and talked to the principal about, Hey, they're talking about this in class. Mm-hmm. This is one I come to school for. Right. Massive emails were sent out everywhere just saying, hey, talk to your kids about this. It's basically bullshit. Don't buy into it and and move on. 
So I don't know if you kind of got the same. It, the thing that shocks me is the number of people that have that have said they've seen it, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and it's and, but it's fake. Not even <laughs> yeah, a thing. It's yeah. like yeah, it's not a thing. You couldn't have seen it because it wasn't real. Hmm. And it's like, well, okay, you know, that fascinates me. I'm, yeah, you right. Know. Uh, the statue is. Um, I mean, I don't. I think Shoei Long might have posed for the statue. <laughs> Um, you know, I was it thinking looks just like her. It was it was made by a, a female Asian, Asian artist. Yeah. I thought it was Shelley um, Duvall, but oh, Shelley Duvall. Would be right. Right. There you Duvall. go. Okay, I yeah. fucked that up too. Well, I'm on a roll tonight. Well, um, like from The Shining, when she's yeah. like huddled in the room, yep. she's yep. screaming and crying as he's hacking down the door. You, it's like it's totally her. Attach some feet to her chin. It is Momo. Yeah, she just um, stood still for a moment, and stopped spazzing <laughs> out while he's chopping in the wall. It's like just take a breath, pose. There it yeah. is. There it is. And that's her. Uh, but that uh, forty years later, I just read also <laughs> that that uh, artist dest- has destroyed the Momo statue. Really? Just based on all this shit going around about it, mm-hmm. they have destroyed it, and it's off the their table. So, so I have um, a question since I'm not a parent. Do you talk to your kids about the Momo challenge before or after the Tide Pod challenge? Oh is that God. just uh, like a <laughs> look? I would tell my kid do the Tide Ball Tide uh, Pod. Pod challenge. Do the do the. Kiki cinnamon. challenge, do the cinnamon challenge, do every challenge. Just maybe skip the Momo one. Uh, we don't need to do that one. But uh, it's just the, that whole Momo thing is just it's, it's been ridiculous. a week long of just wouldn't dealing it, with it. And wouldn't it be funny if this was like some sort of like movie promo? That, uh, that, the Momo that, promo, the yeah. Movie. As dark as it is, that would be a real fucked up movie. Well, right, I would right? see that movie. Oh yeah, I would totally. Because do you guys see remember that. like 2016 that we've all forgotten about that there were just fucking people dressing up like clowns like running around like yes. we had to deal with that at the uh, police yeah. department. And then well, all of a sudden nothing happened. Well, and we and were the, like, what? Yeah, well, look, a guy get shot. I, mean, I wouldn't wasn't there be one surprised. Of the one yeah. of the clowns got shot, and then that kind of put an end to it because it's like well, it's, <laughs> it's not as fun if somebody's going to shoot you <laughs> to dress up like a clown and chase someone with an axe, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, even Slenderman, you know, which was yeah. a creepy pasta yeah. made up bullshit thing, and then you know, two girls take another girl out into the woods and shoot her like seven yeah. times or stab her stab seven her, times, yeah. something like yeah. that. You know, so you know, some people are screwed up in that way. So yeah, let's start something and. Make a movie seven years later. Yeah, Are you saying real. we should start something now? Well, you know, we got some writers in the room. Who hmm. <laughs> 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 have time. Uh, yeah. But all right, Kitty, stay away from Momo, and she'll stay away from you. Uh, Greg, what have you been watching? Are we done with news? Is everybody I said all the news? Everybody, oh, sorry, Wait, did you have we news? We tag team Momo, so I'm good. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. All right, cool. So we're done with uh, news? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Go. That's the news. News, news. Every time. You know, I've actually always wanted to hear like the people on NPR do like lead ins and intros and outros the way they do on like the rock stations where they're like, NPR, you're listening to all things considered, considered, considered. I would love that. We don't have the budget for an echo, so you are the echo. Yeah, we have to do the echo. Just once. I can figure it out. I have it on the board here somehow to do it. There's effects on the board? There are effects on the board, but I've never... Why have you never told me this? See what happens. Just just, just start pushing buttons. I think it has to be on a specific channel, though. Oh. Let's let's learn that for next time. Okay. We should learn that for our 50th episode. I see no reason not to do it on the fly, personally. Can we just do our 50th episode? Thank you for joining our tech rehearsal, everybody. (laughs) You've um, us in the middle of a production meeting. Yeah. Um, Greg, what are you <laughs> watching? I actually went out to the theaters on Friday. There was a movie that came out a while back that I was back and forth on wanting to see, and I finally pulled the trigger on. It was the movie called The Upside, and I was back and forth on it because uh, it stars Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston. I was a little wary about Kevin Hart 
in a serious role because he's obviously more comedic. He does that thing. And I was absolutely blown away by this movie. Absolutely loved it. Kevin Hart has got some acting chops and Brian Cranston is amazing regardless. So uh, definitely, if you get a chance to check out the upside, check out the upside. Was it a serious okay. role? Because uh, previews make it look like a comedy. It look like there, a comedy. I mean, there are comedic bits to it, but it's it's like a lighthearted drama, you could call it. Okay, dramedy. Cool. Okay. A dramedy, if you will. Yes. Cool. Okay. So it was really good, though. Definitely check it out. Awesome. Patrick, what do you got? I caught up on uh, Hulu's Handmaid's Tale season three because okay, cool. I watched like the first couple of episodes when it first came out. And then I said, oh, I might as well finish it. So I uh, finished season three of Handmaid's Tale. You know, that's just got phenomenal acting in it. And it's kind of spooky because you can almost see this dystopian society being created somewhere, yes. even in the United States, just yeah. because with all the crazy craze going on and everything else. Uh, and then the other thing is I finished Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I still highly recommend it yep. to Dude, people. Yeah. I, I too am watching Umbrella Academy <laughs> right now. I'm not all the way through it, but that's, yeah, that's Have that's you been one. exposed to the comic books at all? Not at okay. all. Okay, all right. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yes, because it was based on a comic book created by Gerard Way, frontman of My Chemical Romance. And wow. then I can't remember who did the illustrations for it because he wrote the books. But yeah, based on a graphic novel. Rocking. Yep. Cool. Maddie, what do you got? Let's see. I watched 25 minutes of our feature movie. <laughs> and then I watched the entire Silence of the Lambs. Rewatched that. Nice. And then um, I also rewatched, or no, not rewatched. I watched for the first time Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, so oh cool. that was fun. <laughs> it was really good. Is that, okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to expose it too early, Greg, but is that on our bracket? It is. Yeah, that was the it only is. one in my brackets that I hadn't seen okay. yet. So I wanted to... Actually, okay, watch cool. it before we start talking about them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm really glad I did. Anyway, it's it's really good. Cool, Boyer. In addition to the Umbrella Academy, the thing that really struck me, and this is like a crazy series. I highly recommend everybody check it out. Russian Doll. Oh yeah, I've oh, seen yeah. Yeah, uh, cool. the first couple episodes of that. I'm half. I'm halfway through that. Yeah, I there's. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody at this table. So I'll just say it's like. It veers in in many ways, in my opinion, to horror, and it's a very righteous ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so awesome. Yeah, I talked about a couple of weeks ago, yeah, was it yeah. maybe? And I, 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 yeah, I described yeah. it as a very dark Groundhog Day. Yes, yes, yeah. And, but the humor in it is so cutting, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of lot of really great things in mm-hmm. that. And, you know, it's a fun show. I'm sure it's not for everybody, but, you know, children may not be... <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah, it's not a family show. No. Yeah, yeah. No, woman dies repeatedly, uses drugs, has lots of sex. No, I don't cool. know if that's okay for kids, but yeah. you know, it was it was a good casting for Natasha Leone. Oh my oh, god, yes. Yes. she's amazing in it. But she's producing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like her thing. It's her bag. So I mean, it's totally like, yeah. I mean, it's it definitely. I love that when somebody is so passionate about a project, they attach themselves to it. Yeah, and at, through a force of will, get it done. That is amazing, and the cast is remarkably good. Yeah, everybody across and the board. Amy Polar's tied to that somehow or another She's as well. Producing is a producer. Yeah. yeah. Right. So cool. Fun. Uh yeah, just real quick, I'll knock through uh, a couple of things. Almost uh done wrapping up Santa Clarita Diet with my wife. Uh, we started rewatching that. We completely started it all the way over. Binge watched the crap out of it. Um still not a fan of Timothy uh Oliphant. I don't know why, I just don't like him. His face bothers me. Um but the actual show is really good, and season three is gonna start here soon. So we're almost caught up for uh for that. 
I started watching, I found on Shudder, uh, Eli Ross, History of Horror. Has anybody yes. caught it yet? Yeah, I, I've no, not yet. been past it, but I want to check it out, but it's I haven't super pulled trigger good. on it yet. I think it's 10, 11, 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, every episode kind of dives into a different uh, kind of genre of horror. Definitely check it out. It's super good. They're like 45, 50-minute episodes, so they go pretty quick. Tons of different uh, celebrities kind of kind of join in and chat about all the different kind of movies that uh, they cover. So I definitely would check out that show. It mm-hmm. was super good. And then for the first time last night, I sat down. We had a crazy Saturday night coloring with my daughter. So I threw on a movie and uh, we watched Gremlins for the first time. Yes. Um, I showed cool. her Gremlins I saw that for the picture first that she posted. <laughs> and her face, when the Gremlin came on, I was like, I got to capture that. Uh, she was terrified. Um, it was fantastic. <laughs> um, but she stuck through and uh, we finished watching Gremlins. And then uh, I did watch our feature film tonight with my daughter last night. So she was uh, traumatized. She she, uh, she okay. gutted right through it. She was she was like that was kind of fucked up, but she uh, she did really well. <laughs> and those were her those exact, exact words. words. Uh, maybe um, <laughs> she did really well. So yeah, that is uh, that is what I've been kind of kind of checking out lately. So yeah, uh, we can move on. We got a topic tonight. Who chose this topic? Was Patrick? Was this your topic? <sighs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't sound bummed about it. Uh, let's talk about it, Patrick. Well, what because was the topic? The, well, originally the topic was horror movies made into TV series, but that was a little obscure because I think there's, you know, I mean, we could I can't find think them, of but any. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could try. To, well, The Exorcist. The Exorcist was one. Yeah. Was Darby, made, that was a TV series. Psycho was made into Bates, Bates Motel. Motel. Mm-hmm. Dark yeah. Shadows. So dark was the opposite TV shows in a movie, right? Or whatever. But I mean, there's been a handful of horror movies that have then been uh, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. No, Friday the Thirteenth uh, was a TV show. Was yeah, it? and then um, but I know Nightmare on Elm Street because there was a 19 yes series something like that. Scream so, was so, yep. So there was a, there was a group of movies that were made into TV series, but then we're like, I don't think any of us had ever seen those series. What so we do we, in the shadows? I'm not sure one. anyone yeah. did. Yeah. So well, we caught Exorcist. He watched Scream. Mm-hmm. I know Scream. Yeah. Scream. Exorcist was fucking fantastic. Yeah. The series? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, so really? It's on yeah. Hulu. It's wow. super yeah, it's good. Really, really good. Yeah. Cool. So we changed it then to just TV horror: the good, the bad, the ugly, and there's been so much. TV horror over the years that I don't know that we could cover good, bad, and ugly. So I think we're just condensing it to TV horror. What do you like? Yeah, what do you dig? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it out loud, even though we've already fucking done this. Let's round robin the shit out of this, guys. Okay, we're round robining, right? That's the rule, right? So what? Does that mean we go around the table or do... We read right. lists. We, right. we each read yeah. all our entire lists. We're going to round or, or, or do we go one at a time and go? <laughs> yeah. So we discussed this, even though we said we weren't going to discuss this again. Uh, we're going to do round robin. Eric, just so you uh, know that every time we do, literally every time we do this and we say by default, it's going to be round robin. Okay. But then we get to this point and we always second guess ourselves. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. We don't, we we're don't poorly organized. Yeah. And, and <laughs> we just staying, don't know why. And staying with the theme, we're going to round robin <clears> tonight and we'll start with Patrick. Because he picked the topic. Since I since I picked it. Well, one that uh, started off extremely strong. It's been going for several seasons now and uh, probably needs to be on this list, regardless of what you think of it, is The Walking Dead. <clears throat> like I said, it started out really strong. And right now it's it's suffering. It's suffering. It's had its good seasons. It's had its bad seasons. 
It's had some people come and go. And I think it's really on the downswing right now. I know that they think that they can get another 10 years out of it. I don't see that happening. They've already got three movies lined up with it. Once again, with your key actors out of the show, the ones who really put it on the map. I just don't see that happening. Well, no, they got Fear of the Walking Dead also. And now they're supposed to have a third, a another third spinoff. spinoff. A second, well. Yeah, the second spinoff. Another spinoff. So uh, how much more can they, like, they're really, really nailing this thing into the ground. Yeah. Hard. It, it, I mean, there's five seasons ago this shit should have stopped, really. I, yeah, I think they could have ended last season. I, I thought they could have ended after the fourth episode of the first season. <laughs> like, he finds his family. His quest is complete. We're done. We're done now. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna be farmers and live in the hills and rebuild society. And we can just accept that yeah. that's what's going to happen. That's I would have accepted that. Yeah. yeah. That would have been awesome. That right? first season, the six episodes were legit, like great, great stuff and easy to get through. I mm-hmm. mean, it was that first season was the best. Well, I also but, felt that's when the graphic novels were the strongest as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're the the graphic novels themselves right now they're getting pretty weak as Are they? as time goes on. Well, now he's too busy producing a fucking TV show. Well, that and he he also has other comic books that he does. As gotcha. Well. So, Greg, American Horror Story is probably the biggest one that comes to mind for me. I I like it and hate it all at the same time. I feel like they're kind of in a roller coaster of trying to figure out what to do with their next series uh, season. Excuse me. Really, and we talked about this a little bit beforehand. There really hasn't been a great season of American Horror Story since probably the first two, their first one, and then um, Asylum. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you want to discuss that at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, <laughs> again, uh, American Getting Horror Story. Getting awkward stares. No, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> American Horror Story. Go ahead, Patrick. No, I was going to say Murder House was probably my favorite, Yeah, which was first season. I did like Asylum, except for a couple of episodes within there where they it got a, a little, little rough. Yeah, a little too weird yep. for it. I absolutely did not like Coven at all. What was the freak show? Freak show had potential. Freak show started strong. And then they showed the backstory of the clown of the and it clown killed it. it. Absolutely killed the entire um, series. And season. then is it Roanoke? Is that the. That was the next one. Yeah. I liked that one just because of the way they did one half of the season mm-hmm. one way and the second half of the season. No, Hotel was after that. I'm sorry. It was Hotel, oh, then Roanoke. Yeah, and I'd like yeah. to forget that one as well. Oh, my. okay. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Uh, but Roanoke, I, I, it just intrigued me how they mm-hmm. did that. And then uh, what was this last season with cult. the cult, cult, which once again, it had half potential. the season was really good and yeah. then it slowed down the second half. Yeah, I love the murder house and asylum, uh, just like, you know, Patrick as well. Uh, Coven had like the coolest fucking concept and such a great cast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you fuck up witches, but they figured it out because uh, <laughs> it was really, really bad. Yeah, that cast was so good. Kathy Bates mm-hmm. was in there. Who else am I missing? Oh, there's uh, the three witches, the three like uh, main like and was ladies it, in there were like so uh, good. It was an Angela Bassett, was and, it? Yeah, Angela Bassett was in there, and then um, they uh, handled it a lot better with the with this last season Apocalypse. Oh yeah, having that crossover with Coven. Yeah, wasn't the Coven and Murder House? Weren't they supposed to a little bit? I mean, because they touched Murder House in Apocalypse, mm-hmm. okay, a bit, but it was more the witches from Coven gotcha. than, than anything else with the rest of the series. Yeah. And Freak Show, I skipped. Um, I saw the first episode or first few episodes and saw that clown. I was like, this is stupid. I can't even deal with this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Hotel. I You can crap on Lady Gaga all day long. Oh, no, no, I no. no. She was no, she was great. It was things like uh, Eric Peters. Is that his name? Evan. Evan, Evan Peters. Peters yeah. Had no business playing H.H. H. Holmes. That is that. 100% true. 
but hotel I thought was really great. And then I haven't caught Roanoke or uh, Colt. Uh, they're on they're on Netflix. And mm-hmm. I think you can watch them all on Netflix now. Just I've really lost uh, interest uh, since uh, Hotel. Really, I think the I think the biggest thing uh, that I appreciate about American Horror Story is it pretty much put Sarah Paulson on the map. True, that is one hundred percent true. Also, yeah. yeah. So, Maddie. I only have two on my list. I know that sounds weird coming from someone who can barely sit through a 90-minute movie (laughs) that I don't have the attention span to watch anything on TV. I've actually, in my entire life, I have only watched one TV show beginning to end, and it wasn't a horror one. So I have two on here that I've watched most of the episodes, and the first one was Kingdom Hospital, which I know is a miniseries and not a TV show, but... That's my attention span for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I liked that one. Um, I had no idea what was going on, and I don't think it ever came together, but it was interesting. Cool. Uh, is that a streaming anywhere, Maddie, or is that – did you watch that? I watched – the original? The original, uh, like when it came on. It was a Stephen King one. Cool. Um, okay. I like Stephen King a lot, but there are some times where I'm like, you are on a lot more drugs this time yeah. than you are <laughs> in the other time. This was a heavy drug one, and there was a giant anteater ghost and a vampire, and I don't even fucking Ooh. know what was going on. And I don't think his stuff always translates well into TV no. either, because he had Under the Dome as a series that just didn't quite fit. What was yeah. the last King thing that just came out that was... Does that oh, count? Castle, Castle Rock. Castle, Castle Rock, Rock. Castle Castle Rock, TV, Castle Rock TV, is on right? my list, yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, I fucked that up. No, um, Warrior, right. what do you... Do you got anything? Uh, I got to go back to the 80s because that's when cool. I watched most of my TV. Fantastic. But um, I'm going to go with – I don't even know if this qualifies as a TV show, but it was on HBO. Talk so about it anyway. I'm thinking – okay, nailed Let's it. Go. All right. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was – I thought that was a very righteous series. I looked forward to the next episode mm-hmm. every freaking week. Cool. And it's sort of like it ebbed and flowed. Like it started out – the first season, it was just amazing because they had like writers like Walter Hill and people that were just – like rock stars cool, just yeah. churning out episodes and stuff. And then like seasons four and five, it kind of tapers off and gets kind of iffy. And then the later ones, they sort of picked back up again and got good. You just had to ignore the Crypt Keeper at the beginning and the end. Cause mm. like, that was just odd. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like, they wanted Jim Hansen to have involvement and they're like, <laughs> they're like, what if we, what if we have a puppet? Do we have a, puppet? <laughs> a really yeah. creepy, a Muppet. creepy puppet. Yeah. There you go. So I, I kind of want to spin off of that. Did you see any of the movies? No, I love the movies. I did, I did not. Fan. Did not see the movies. No. Demon okay. Knight and Bordello of Blood. Oh wait, yes, I've seen heart. both of those. So, yeah, okay, okay, cool. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I just didn't realize. I didn't make the connection. But holy shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had the Crypt Keeper in them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yep. yep. Oh my god. So did they? I mean, were they pretty connected as far as like did they do them the exact same way? It was just one was movie length and one was TV length. Or I thought the movies were like the bad episodes of the series. Oh, lovely. Okay. To be honest, I mean, just to just lay it down. Like, sure. I thought their better stuff was sort of the mind-bending kind of like harder to deal with stuff. Like I felt like those movies were just kind of like gore and like, oh, look, and now we're going to stretch like this NFL great's face and won't that be weird? And Uh, he'll turn into a vampire sort of. I I just thought some of that stuff was so cheesy. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Yeah, well, I I had two just kind of like Maddie. I mean, I can think of a few more, but I think my favorite TV that I've watched recently is – the Exorcist on Hulu. I banged through both those seasons and then it got fucking canceled, which is, I think like the worst thing that could have happened was that show got canceled because season two ends and it's got so much more to tell. They kind of ended it on a note where like, okay, that can be the ending, but the two priests that lead that show, 
had journeys to go on mm-hmm. and they yep. would have been kick-ass either way mm-hmm. they went. Uh, the reveal in season one is so good. Were, and, were you uh, kind of expecting it though? Because I don't, I don't want to give it away because I, I recommend this series to, uh, to everybody. Didn't I didn't see it okay. coming at all when okay. they said it? I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Yeah, and now I love it even more. Okay, I'm so happy. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. It was uh, just really, really good. And the um, that this is the two priests that the actors they got for those are fantastic, and it ties nicely together with the movie. Yeah, I would definitely check out the Exorcist on Hulu. It's mm-hmm. And it's they're easy watches, mm-hmm. and uh, I think what's his name John John uh, I can't think of his name uh, Leguizamo uh, no the, John Wu um, he no um, anyway it doesn't matter uh, Williams John Holmes uh, the Asian the Asian guy from he was in American Pie oh uh, uh, um, Chow John Chow okay is that Cho guy? sorry John Cho, Cho okay he leads season two and he's really great in that as well they just really knocked out casting and mm-hmm. the stories are great and. Uh, I can't recommend it any more than that. So it's really, really good. So yeah, Patrick. I actually have quite a bit of a list. So do tell Ash versus evil dead. Oh, okay, cool. Was mm. first season really, really strong. Second season. I understood why they canceled it after that. Mm. I mean, he did say he didn't want to do it anymore. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Oh, really? He's done. Yeah. He, he said, said he's, he's done. done. He's done with the character. He's mm-hmm. done. But first season was really, really strong. A lot of fun. They really took the humor from the evil dead movies and just uh, put into a TV series, really good. Cool. I mean, if you have a lot, do you have a lot, Greg? I have a few. And Maddie's got one more. More you got? You got some more? I can. I can make something up. Yeah. If okay, that cool. are, if that uh, is, you know, we list ours off. Just riff yeah, on it. Maybe just bang through them real quick, yeah. Patrick. And oh, I can bang through it real quick. Dead set. You guys probably have not heard of this. It's no. a it's no. a four part series. I think it's on Hulu right now. It's basically Big Brother meets the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So while these people are contained in this house, shit happens outside. Mm -hmm. It's a British show. It's really, really good. So if you haven't seen that, jump on that. Hulu? Hulu, It's either Hulu or it's one of the streams. Okay, cool. Sure. Netflix or Hulu. Castle Rock. You guys know I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I think they really knocked it out of the park with this series. I'm really looking forward to the next season. They do a really good job of tying in the Stephen King multi-universe from different books into this whole thing. Anybody else seen Castle Rock? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the first couple I, episodes. I swear I'm going to watch it. I was going to say, I think you would, <laughs> you'd like it. It's, you know, I, yeah, I love Stephen yeah. King, so I'm sure I will like it. But. Right. I mean, you have to extend your watching time by about 10 minutes, but other than that, <laughs> you're okay. Uh, this is one I know you dig, Josh, yeah. Santa Clara Diet. Santa Clarita Diet. Yep. Uh, I did. Uh, I, I am digging that. Yep. Santa what? Santa Clarita. Clarita? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? Okay, yeah. I screwed up. Yeah. Santa Clarita Diet. And yeah, that's the third season's coming out here. Yep. Pretty, Pretty soon. Pretty quick. Yep. Once again, but it's comedy horror. You yeah, they did, did some cool stuff, some fun stuff with it. It's, so, it's a fun yeah. little show, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like how all the characters interact, and especially since she's turning into a zombie and trying to fight that and finding the, I can't, was it, it wasn't Norwegian, it was uh, whatever the nationality was. Couldn't I'm, even tell you. Cool. I'm an idiot. All right. Can, can continue, please. Dutch. Was it Dutch? No, I'm we'll go. With Dutch. Okay. We'll go with Dutch. Dutch sounds at, good. Uh, if they could just find a way to cover Timmy uh, Timothy Oliphant's face, I think uh, I would enjoy it a little more. See, and that's where you and I <clears throat> disagree on that. I just show. don't like that. I think he's dreamy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too, though. There are some people that I'm just like, God, I can't with your face. Like the main chicken, uh, Shape of Water. Like I had no interest in that movie anyway, but I was like, I can't look at your fucking face for two hours. Yeah. Sally Hawkins. Who's that uh, person? Sally Hawkins? I, I don't know. I need and, to Google that now. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of people that I can't stand, but I love the show anyway, Stranger Things. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. She just drives me batshit crazy. So good. I can't but wait. Stranger Things. Now, July Fourth. July Fourth is coming out. Do you think this is going to be the last season because the kids are just too old at that point and people are going to say, "Oh, they're not cute enough to make this interesting." I hope it's the last season, not because I don't enjoy it, but because they need to end on, on a strong, on a note. strong good note. And Instead yeah, of trying a lot to stretch it to make money. A lot of these kids are branching out. They're getting cast in mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because Eleven's in the new Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. uh, Finn Wolford's killing it. Those kids are going to go on and they're going to do bigger, yeah. mm-hmm. really cool things. Yeah. And the show's so good. Why don't Walking Dead it? Just let yeah. it kind of walk off. I agree. On a really awesome note. And it'll be cool. I, I feel like that's kind of the nice thing about it being a Netflix series is Netflix seems a little bit more conscious of, okay, this is starting to slow down. We need to pull the plug. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this is going to get ugly. Yeah. Whereas you've got seasons like The Walking Dead and things yeah. like that where it's just like, we can milk another couple million out of this one more season. Let's do it. And they've told their story. Like that story, like at the end of season two, like that story kind of, it wrapped up real nice. They've told it. There's not really a whole lot left to, mm-hmm. to give or tell. Just, you know, send packages season three up real nicely and put a nice little bow on it and let those kids, you know, go about just, their business. Go on. Yeah. I love 80s, uh, that 80s nostalgia fact of it, but time to let it go. Yeah, I agree. If Rod Serling and Alfred Hitchcock had a British love child together, that would be Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. Because it is a cross between Twilight Zone and mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Cool. I haven't watched one episode of that. It's I've, I've heard a lot of good things oh, about check it. Check out the first episode. That'll make you so uncomfortable. Cool. Did you, I did see Bandersnatch. Did you watch Bandersnatch? I did not watch Bandersnatch. <laughs> check that out because that's, that's a, Is that the interactive yep. one? Yep. Oh, that's a wild ride. Okay. Hmm. I did watch a couple of those. I thought they were kind of hit or miss. Like there was a couple they are ones hit or that miss, I was but, like, eh. yeah, but much like Twilight Zone and Alfred Hitchcock, those mm-hmm. were hit or miss as well. Sure. And then the last one on my list shows my age because it comes from 1973, 74, right around there. And that was Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Moyer. Anybody ever? <laughs> I'm going to say Moyer is probably the closest to my age in the room. I don't know that one. Though. Okay. It was like one of the first supernatural primetime shows. I wish I could remember the name of the main actor, but basically he was a private investigator or a reporter that looked into supernatural activity in Chicago. Fun. And it was dark. Who was the actor? That's why I was just saying I couldn't remember the name <laughs> oh, of the no. actor. Okay. All right. And I will look it up as somebody else talks about their next show. Yeah. Everything with Jack Klugman is magic in that period. Just saying. Right. It yeah, wasn't so Jack Klugman. Too bad. Too yeah. Bad. That, then it would have been It was. It was the father in Christmas story. I can tell you that. Oh, that Darren guy McGavin. Is, Darren yes. McGavin. There we go. Yes. You know what? I I am familiar with the show. I can't think of a, of a single episode, but yeah. I am familiar with the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Greg. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show my age a little bit. I'm gonna go back to a little Nickelodeon TV show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay, cool, yeah. Didn't see one episode. No not one. No. I watched a lot of Pinwheel. Okay. I couldn't tell you I couldn't <laughs> really tell you what episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I couldn't describe it as an episode and tell you what it's about. It like was I, just it was but, uh, kitty horror basically. The show's good though. It yeah, was yeah, it was yeah, it was, yeah. was a fun show. I got scared in a couple of them, but I was also like ten, eleven, twelve and kind yeah. of a pansy, so you're so old. 
I know. Right. You got any more? Greg, just bang through them. Dude. Yeah. Um, uh, so one that just came out on Netflix here was uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Sabrina. Oh, yep. Gotcha. Um, actually, pretty rad. Yeah. It was, it's really shot very well. And I actually stopped watching because it, it got a little dark for me. Really? So, hmm. yeah, I, I never finished the first season. I know they came out with like a little, was it like a Christmas special or something? No, it was a Valentine's special. It that was one. a second season. Coming. No, wait, was it a it Christmas, was a Christmas special? It was, it was a Christmas, Christmas special. Yeah. You're right. So I haven't seen that one at all, but I, I like how they led up to it. I like how, I like the darkness of it and I like how it was shot, but yeah, I just story got a little bit dark for me. So it's great casting. I love that. And that Absolutely. actress, I mean, seeing her development through Mad Men, mm-hmm. there's oh, always yeah. that dark kind of like brooding element of her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just like, man, that's genius casting. That's got to be good. Absolutely. And the other one that I want to talk about here quick was actually a bust for me was a movie that came out called The River or not a movie, excuse me, TV series that came out called The River. I don't know if anybody remembers this. I don't know that. It was right on the heels of the uh, paranormal activity surgeons done by the same guy, Oren Pelly, was producer on it. Okay. And it was shot very similar too. It was about a, a crew that went down a river. I think it was the Amazon River. And strange, weird things happened on each episode. Oh, I think I kind of remember and that. And it, yeah. it started off strong, had great potential, and it just bombed. Bombed? So, Yeah. I feel like it's worth mentioning, though. Yeah, it's weird to see. Like, I, I, I get more of the the Netflix type series where you can actually do frightening, terrifying horror things. Yeah. Versus like the river was a uh, was I think it was either an NBC or CBS release. It's like how far can you actually go calling yourself a horror TV show when you're on prime time network television? Right. But the stuff they can get away with now too. More so now than they could have. I think this came out two thousand five six maybe yeah i got you. something in there so okay. yeah that was that was at a time when somebody from the network would have been like okay so this part where you have his his legs cut off and he drags himself to the side of the boat and into the water where he drowns and is eaten by fish we can't do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just gonna talk about it we can talk about it right we can talk about what happened to him but <clears throat> we can't actually see that that part where the piranha actually eats the tongue out of his mouth no we exactly can't, we can't show <laughs> exactly that. like i think that's not something the worst that show. they got was showing like the things that are chasing them not actually showing them but like oh my god something's coming we got to move quickly and they did a uh, one part where there were it's like a whole bunch of dolls hanging from a tree and wow something that was about as creepy as I think they Dude, got. If you had a pair, of, <laughs> if only I had some scissors, we could cut these dolls <laughs> <Right>. down <laughs> and the curse would be lifted. Right. But nobody has any scissors. My God, my God, what I wouldn't do for something sharp right now. Ah, <sighs> Maddie, you got anything else? <laughs> um, the only other one I had on this list was Dark Shadows. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's for that's that from the 70s, 60s, 60s, 60s. daytime soap opera. Good for you. Really? Yes. uh, Vampire soap opera. Vampires, werewolves, all sorts of different things. And it it, it was a soap opera. That is wild. It's so soap. It's so 60s soap opera, but it lasted several years. Like Mm. it was crazy. That's how long gnarly. that show lasted that is so cool yeah it's re- my mom uh watched it when she was younger and so she had a couple on tape or something and i think now you can watch a good amount of them on i think either i can't remember if it's netflix or hulu mm-hmm. oh wow but, and there's a new documentary coming out about mm-hmm. it yeah 
no, it is. It's really entertaining. I mean, it's so cheesy, yeah. but it's like but it's it's a soap it's opera. It's so fun. You know? Yeah, it's really fun. I love that they did that. That they yeah. that they took that chance for a daytime audience, and that there was an audience for it. That is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, that is just so fun. Yeah, cool. I, I love it. Cool. More. You got anything else? You got another um, one? Not. My no? favorite color is blue. Cool. Awesome. Um, <laughs> the only other one that I have, real quick, and I'll wrap this up. On Hulu, they they had a show called The Strain. And mm-hmm. I'm a Guillermo del Toro fan, and it's straight out of Blade Two. It, it really is, uh, and because uh, Del Toro did Blade Two also, but the vampires are straight out of Blade Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not gotten super far into it. What I've seen, I've seen my Doug Patrick shaking his head like it turns into dog shit. So maybe <laughs> I won't finish that. Now he's shaking his head. Yes. Um, but uh, what I did see of The Strain, I have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still stuck in season one because my attention span is that long and uh i moved on to something else and i kind of flip flop back and forth mm-hmm. i might revisit it but again patrick shaking his head makes me go mm, maybe i won't no so, I, you go right ahead and watch it all right because I, you know you and i don't agree on everything that's 100 percent true the book um that that is based on is really good except for the second book isn't the first book was really really cool yeah and then i got into the second book and i was like when I was reading the second book, that's when they said, oh, this is coming out. And I was like, no, nah, if you can't hold it together for two no. books, I don't really want to watch it. And that's how right. I felt about the first season, that the first half was good. The second mm-hmm. half was not. Cool. Well, we watched the feature. It's Patrick's feature tonight. It is a movie called You Might Be the Killer. And Patrick's going to give us the deets on that. You Might Be the Killer, 2018. You can rent it on Amazon Prime and Shutter, running an hour 38. A camp counselor suffering from blackouts finds himself surrounded by murder victims. He turns to his horror movie enthusiast friend for advice and to contend with the idea that he may be the killer. IMDb rating 6.1. Metascore not applicable. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes score 62% and Rotten Tomatoes audience score 53%. Nice. So (laughs) because I'm such a fan of destroying things and then building them back up. Uh, we're going to start with Maddie. Um, <laughs> she didn't quite get through half the movie, but I still want to know what she thinks. So, Maddie, take it away. As I said, I have a 45-minute rule. If I hate the movie after 45 minutes, off it goes. I really, really struggled with this movie, which I was really disappointed with because I wanted to like this because I really like... There's a lot of it parts that I did like. I liked the concept of it. I really liked what they were going for. And I liked those kind of cheesy like titles in it. That being said, this is probably the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. It's probably I had to watch when I worked at Walgreens some training videos. And um, (laughs) if I was going to put those two movies up against each other, I'd give the Academy Award to the uh, Walgreens training videos. Holy wow. wow. Yeah, I have never seen acting this bad put out in this format. And it it was a combination of the acting was bad and the dialogue was really bad. And it was kind of excruciating (laughs) to watch. And I just I could not do it. I mean, I know they were really trying to go for that kind of cabin in the woods theme. Wasn't that guy from Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Fran Hans is is a stoner in Cabin in the Woods. Okay, well, he should keep to that role or just keep smoking (laughs) a pipe. I don't care what he needs to do. But yeah, it was 
it was really painful to watch their acting. It was, they didn't mesh together well. And I just was like, I can't, I fucking can't like 15 minutes into it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I got up and uh, started my laundry. And then I sat down for a couple more minutes and was like, I can't, I can't make it to that 45. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So as I said, um, I really was sad because I did want to watch, I did want to like this, but the acting was, I would be embarrassed if I put that out there. And I'm really shocked that a director watched this and said, oh, yeah, you guys are doing a good job. Yeah, cut. (laughs) Yeah, this is fine. (laughs) Yeah, this is fine. No, I would be like, get your fucking ass back there. We are filming all night. I will stab you myself to get the damn performance that I need. This is why I said I didn't want to direct. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my because thoughts. she might it. be the killer. She might be the killer yeah. by the end of the... Yeah. yeah, no. No. So, as I said, really sad, but these, just the performances were, as I said, kind of like rubbing sand in my eyes. Wow. So, with the, the, campy, the campy feel, though, which is, you said you like the, the, the camp feel to it, doesn't like the the over the top acting kind of come with that that no, campy vibe but that's the thing in those campy 80s movies they were trying i didn't get the sense that these guys were trying and it wasn't over the top it was bland like i don't care about that little over the top in a horror movie but like even this jackass is like screaming i was like really like did you drop a carton of milk cuz like that's the reaction i'd expect <laughs> if you like drop something in your fucking kitchen like ah shit like no it was just it was as i said it wasn't over the top and it didn't have that campy feel it it was just sad it was right. walgreens training videos all right <laughs> cool uh um greg what i mean follow that <laughs> so i had a little bit better experience with it not much because I did fall asleep a couple times, but um, <laughs> fucking kidding me! Wow. All right, cool. So we tried. I, I, my takeaway from this, having not seen the film, is that this is that the first twenty minutes of this are gripping. Yeah, like you are pulled in, and wow, if you even blink, you miss a lot. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. I, actually, yes. If you do blink, you do miss a lot. One of the things that I had issues with was I felt like the story jumped quite a lot back and forth, and that made it kind of tough to uh, to kind of keep track of so uh, like you were saying the titles that they would flash like they'd say dead counselors six dead counselors two it's like okay so two people are now back alive weird okay what? yeah it, it tells the story kind of semi backwards a little bit you got to mm-hmm. kind of get to that 45 minute mark before it spins back around and t- starts to tell the story forward right so you're saying the- it's, it's everyone else's fault they don't like the movie <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no 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 i've never said the matter because she'll fucking cut somebody so. yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. And she makes the wine, and we drink that. So. And, and the reason uh, it does jump around is because the, the 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 main character he's trying to remember what's going on, but he he forgets, and then things have to backtrack and then overlap and everything else. As because it's not necessarily amnesia that he has. No, but it kind mm-hmm. of is. He's fucking cursed. Right there, you go. He's it's, cursed. It's like a, a haunted slasher version of the mask. That's a good description. Yeah, wow. That's 100%. a good way to describe it, okay. I think. And that mask looked exactly like the mask. Very similar. Yeah. The mask. But yeah. yeah. Uh, keep going, Greg. So uh, what I did like about this was the camp and the spoof of the slasher genre did make for a nice change of pace. They did play a lot on the stereotypes, which I thought was kind of funny. I did like the inclusion of Allison Hannigan mm-hmm. as the the horror best friend. She yep. made a nice little cameo appearance. Not a cameo, but a guest appearance she and then lead. she was a lead I, I caught her as a lead in that movie. we call her a lead that's fine I thought she was. i'm good with that so uh she was a nice presence in the movie 
And then uh, I also liked the nice little bit piece from Keith David, one of my favorite voice actors of mm-hmm. all time. I don't know who that was. I don't know who that is. So He was the sheriff at the end. Oh, okay. Yo, yeah, on the voicemail. On the okay, voice. Gotcha. Kind of going back to the, the storyline being difficult to follow. Along the same lines was – I felt like there was a lot of characters in here just for the simple fact that it was a kill count. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would agree that's, with that. That's yeah. all that those characters were for. So what was the purpose of like giving them a personality or actually like really naming them at the beginning? Because you get an introduction to all the camp counselors. Uh-huh. And then after you're done with that, it's like, okay, I'm not going to remember like any of you. And then they kill them off. It's like, okay, why did you give them a name or intro them like that? I don't know. It was kind of a weird little uh, a weird little piece that they had put in there that I wasn't really crazy about. But otherwise, it was stupidly entertaining. Yeah. Cool. Patrick? I enjoyed this movie. And up top. And, <laughs> yeah. And you and I actually talked about it before because I think you saw it, recommended it. Yep. I, I saw it and I, I really enjoyed it. And I think it really embraced that 1980s campiness. To Maddie's credit, they could have gone further. I completely agree with that. I think they could have gone a little bit more over the top. But overall, I think they really embraced that 1980s cheesy feel for doing a spoof of 1980s horror slasher. Yeah. With that said, (laughs) I believe Allison Hannigan was just looking for a paycheck in this movie. Okay. Because did you really need her for this movie in order for it to sell? Could it have been somebody else and it was just as effective? It could have been really anybody else. So I think their budget went to the gore and And her and her to sell the movie itself. Yeah. I do like the jumping back and forth in this movie because it did keep you off guard on several places, especially with the character of Allison. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which one was she? She was the one he was in love with. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I enjoyed how that kind of kept you off guard just a little bit. And I did enjoy the performance of the lead actor as he was discovering what was going on. Yeah. Part of me does feel that they revealed too soon Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. They, right. They, I think they could have had more fun with that. Had they revealed what was going on before you yeah. shut it off? Okay. Yeah, and I agree, too. They could have pushed it. Mm-hmm. I think they could have pushed it probably another, like, 20, 30 minutes. I would have in. liked to have been kept guessing mm-hmm. as time went on and maybe a big reveal at the end. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know if that would have broke the nuance of the film. Cool. I don't know. I so- I watched this movie a, a while back. It's super campy. It's super fun. Can't watch this movie and go, this is like, and take it seriously at all. Um, you just can't. If you walk into that movie with just a, this is just uh, all about fun and uh, all about really kind of uh, cool kind of kills that go on in the movie. There's a ton of really cool kills in this movie. My daughter sat there. I watched with her. There's a, a moment in the movie where somebody gets their head just completely Cutting split two. in half. Yep. And she was like... The re- watching her reaction was a ton of fun. I I shouldn't I shouldn't tell people that I watched these shit with my ten year old daughter. But <laughs> I was just gonna say, surprise, and here comes you, CPS. Um, <laughs> yeah. do, do you gauge the quality of the kill based on her, like how badly she panics and has nightmares later? Yeah, I mean I think it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, Twelve o'clock, Daddy. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> so I, I thought also had this really cool like uh, grindhouse look to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. with this grindhouse even yep. like filter on it that I thought was really cool. I felt it lived in a, in a super original world. I hadn't really seen a camp slasher film kind of go this way. And it really 
didn't have a final girl. It didn't. They say, they talk about, uh, Maddie, they talk about uh, one of the girls, you may have seen her in the first 25 minutes, I'm not sure, that she, uh, they say that she's the final girl, but at the end of the movie, there's really no final girl. And that's what we talked about kind of on the women in horror conversation, that there is more, it's the closest movie I've seen with a final guy, mm-hmm. if, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that movie ends, um, it's kind of like, there's like a role reversal that goes on and there's a, a final guy, I think. Mm. I mean, I've never seen that before. So this movie also fell into my top 10 of 2018. Um, I think it was like around number six. Uh, so I will defend that. Overall, I had a super good time with You Might Be the Killer. Again, it's on Shutter. I would tell everybody just that if, you want, if you're looking for some campy fun, it's kind of like if, if you're a fan of Cabin in the Woods, like you're a fan of those movies. And you're Watch good Cabin walking, in the Woods. If you're good walking into a movie without <laughs> trying to take anything too seriously, I didn't think the acting was that fucking bad. Granted, I'm not an actor, but I didn't think it was that terrible. I, I mean, know. yes, if you're going to compare it to Cabin in the Woods, Cabin in Watch the Woods Cabin is a much better movie. This is still a fun, good movie, you, in my opinion. If you compare it to Short Circuit, is it a better movie? I did not like Short Circuit, so I'm going to say yes. It's oh, a better movie wow. than Short Circuit. Okay, then Cabin in the count Woods. Me in. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods though tosses at the end of that movie. It tosses everything, everything. and the kitchen sink. Oh, it's just like the writers were like, mm, "Fuck it, here we go," yep. and they tossed everything yeah. in there. I mean, to be fair, it did take me a couple watches to like Cabin in the Woods. So maybe if I watch this movie again and I had, like, eight bottles of tequila, I could probably <laughs> get my way through it. Well, and and, and uh, horror comedy is not your favorite subgenre in any way, shape, or form. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, if you want, like, a more serious version of this movie, though, I really recommend a movie called Shrooms. It's, I've seen Shrooms. It's so it's good. I I'm just going to recommend doing Shrooms. <laughs> I mean, maybe that would improve this one. Um <laughs> If you got a connection, hit me up, guys. <laughs> but um, Shrooms is kind of the same way. It's kind of campy. You mm-hmm. don't know who the killer is. I mean, I like campy. As I said, my big thing in this was the acting. And I normally I normally don't nitpick it. But like to me, this, I was just like, yeah. wow, I have yeah. seen lines delivered better in porn. Like, <laughs> come on, kids. <laughs> this is the second time you've compared a movie to porn, by the way. So What was the other one? I don't know. We were talking about <laughs> what about repeat? We were talking about bestiality at some point, and uh, porn came uh, got brought up uh, as well. Um, so this is the second time porn's been brought up on this uh, podcast. Are we going to uh, pretend none of us watch it? Like, are we really going to pretend we don't? Uh, like, what, what's this might, porn? This, this might be turning into the porncast uh, <laughs> next uh, next week. Tune it's in the, to the porncast to the midnight porncast. I mean, um, I do have quite a few ooh. slots to fill in the. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> I set myself up. Yes, you did. <laughs> but if we go wow. back, look at the writer. Look who the writer was on Captain of the Woods, too. Uh, uh, fuck, I just forgot. Who was his the name. writer, Josh? Uh, well, now I'm going to look it up again because I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you know, that one, uh, that one uh, writer that Josh, one Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon. Uh, 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 you know, wrote uh, Captain of the Woods. So there was not that writer on uh, on You, you might, might Be the, the Killer. Killer. Right. Right. So, and, and there's a lot of Josh Whedon connections in this movie. As well, because Allison Hannigan has worked with him before. Mm-hmm. In Bumpy, Buffy the Vampire Buffy Slayer. Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fran, obviously, was mm-hmm. in Captain, Captain, Captain of the Woods. So, so anyway, uh, we have scores to give. First of all, just one little bit of trivia. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. This movie was actually created because of a line or a string of tweets 
Okay. That someone okay. had that, that there was like someone said, <laughs> wow. "Okay, I, I'm here." Blah 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 blah. And uh, I think maybe I murdered someone. And then it was all these responses coming back and forth, and he was having this conversation on a Twitter feed, and that's how this movie came about. Was just based on that. That's kind of interesting. So yeah, it's kind of like that joke where you like text a random number and you're like, "Okay, I I did it. Now how do I hide the body?" It's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the reviews it said probably better than any movie adapted from a string of tweets ever should be. I suppose there's worse movies that have been created. Oh, from I'm sure there has worse been. ways. Yeah. <clears throat> Tusk. <clears throat> Fuck you, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is ridiculous. That was I based on you. a podcast. Josh, you, I love you. No. Okay. Did you hire this fucking Tusk torture? Did really? you guys notice when it, on on the message thread when I set up the the poll where it said is Tusk a good movie? Yes or no, and the only option was no. I did not see that. I saw it. <laughs> Fuck you again. I still need to watch this movie because oh, it's on the list. You'll be it's watching. On the list. It. Oh, okay, that's yeah, fine. Greg added. I added it. We love shitting on it just because. I, I think you'll love it because uh, Maddie, Josh, it's so fucked up. It's, it's it really is. One of up. my uh, teachers from effects school did some of the makeup in there. Oh, cool. So I keep meaning to. You should. Check it's it out. it's, it's yeah. really good. It's coming up here in a few weeks. We're we're watching Tusk. So. uh can't wait. I don't even have to watch it. I know. The movie. You know it by heart, I'm by sure. Heart, so. can, you, can you quote some lines? <laughs> fuck, you're going to put me on the spot like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, just one <laughs> any, uh, line, any line uh, at random. Fuck. Uh, that might be a line right there. There you go. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Wallace! One of the best things about it is Kevin Smith spent the majority of the budget just to get the song Tusk for the credits. That is 100% true. Yeah, he spent almost all his budget to get uh, to get that song. That kind of creative for, commitment. For, uh, yes. For that movie, yeah. Love that guy. I love the fact that the movie was based on... Fuck, we're going to talk about this when we talk about when Tusk. We're talking but about Tusk. Well, here's a, here's that, a preview. Here's yeah, a preview. That it was based yeah. on a podcast. That they went on a... That they got this... The story from England that a guy put out, it's kind of like a Craigslist in, in England, an ad for a room in his flat or whatever. And it's like, I will give you that room for free. And all you have to do is for one hour a day, dress in this walrus costume that I've been <laughs> constructing. And while you're in that walrus costume, you must be the walrus. So you have to sound like a walrus. You can't talk. You have to uh, answer in walrus um, noises and he'll throw fish at you um, for an hour while he's eating dinner. Um, and that's how you pay for your room. And it was this fake ad, but they talked about it at length on, on podcast and it turned into this whole big, you watched the creation of this movie on that podcast as they kind of talked about all the different beats and everything. I loved that it's, it came from the, that. the concept of it is, is really cool. I've actually listened to that podcast based on your recommendations and listening to them create this movie off of nothing or this yeah. ad is just absolutely fantastic. And then there's Tusk. Yeah, Smodcast. <laughs> Fuck you. It's a Smodcast. It's it's an episode called The Walrus and the Carpenter. You can find it. It's I think it's fantastic. And I think the movie is um, easily in my top ten yeah. of favorites of all time. I love it. So fuck everybody else. Right. But we were talking about you might be the killer. Yeah, we should do that. So <laughs> we, we rate the uh, movie – using the fear factor, the gore score, and then our overall score. So who wants to jump in first? Yeah, what are we talking about? Fear factor? Fear factor. Uh, two. One or two. It's yeah, small. Super low. Super yeah. low. It's campy. It's fun. One or two. It's, it's I comedy. agree. I, I think I'd give it probably a two. Um, uh, uh, are you going to score, Maddie? Are you going to no, jump no, in? No, no. If I in? don't watch the whole movie, I'm not going to. She doesn't gonna. score. Fair. Cool. So then we have the gore factor. Yeah, a six. Yeah, I'd give it about a five. 
five or a six. Yes. Um, there were some really good kills in there. Yeah, I agree that the splitting yeah. the head in half and there was a full on decapitation, which was yeah, pretty good. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Plenty of blood. There's some good so, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. About five, six. Cool. Greg. I actually give it a seven. I felt like the, uh, the best parts of this movie were the, the creativeness, creativity, excuse me, of the kills. And there was plenty of blood, plenty of gore. So I, I think it's a, it's a seven. Cool. And then there's the overall score. Would you recommend it to a friend? Uh, fuck yeah, I would. Uh, seven, seven, eight, seven, eight is where I'm going to, going to live. I'm going to put mine about six, seven right in there just cause, uh, I've seen better horror comedy, but this cool. is still on the upper list for me. Cool. Greg, I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to go with a five. It's, it's stupidly entertaining. I might recommend it. Cool. Maddie, are you going to tell all your friends? Oh yeah. Cool. All <laughs> of them. I'm going to be like, yeah, run out and watch this. I will attempt to watch this again at some point after I've been drinking, but it's <laughs> on the list right after finishing hereditary. So you could, it's not you could definitely turn. You might be the killer into a drinking game. Oh yeah. There's a drinking game there. You could probably figure it out. Like um, anytime they display a number. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. how many drinks. Yeah. Oh God, you would die. Well, man, like, yeah. right off the bat, you would die. How about every time they act while I take a drink and I'd be sober You'd the be entire sober. time. Nice. <laughs> uh, plugs. Let's, let's, uh, let's do them. Uh, well, wait, I, oh. I do have a question more okay. based on what you heard tonight. Would you be interested in watching that movie? I'm actually kind of compelled. Like I would sit down and watch this. Yeah. I'm, I'm reasonably excited in part because Maddie says the acting is really bad. And sometimes that's amusing and sad at the same time. (laughs) Um, And, uh, and yeah, and the, and the blood and gore sounds pretty exciting. And I'm also kind of uh, drawn to the Pulp Fiction-y disjointed timeline stuff. So that sounds really cool. Cool. That's not something I've seen in a horror film. And I, I think if it's done well and it's funny, then uh, it should be good. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Plugs. Plugs, plugs. Greg? Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Plug. I don't, plug I don't have anything. Oh, you, you. We, we, we cut I thought that you plug? said you had some slots to fill. Go to hell. Okay, Greg. <laughs> Greg. Wow, this just took an awkward turn. Greg, what kind of plug do you got? <laughs> I am Greg the Movie Guy, and I am positively writing movie reviews over at GregTheMovieGuy.com. Is that it for real? Wow. All right. That was short, short, sweet, and shit. God, you were um, complaining how long it took me to do my plug last week. Now it's, it's the same thing over and over. And yeah. you said it just takes so long. My plug will start back up about April, May when we start talking about Prairie Lights again. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a little bit of ways away. But uh, Do you want me to say mine again so I can fill up more time? That's right. We've we okay. been we for a long it. time. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick. <laughs> hey, if you're a fan of the Midnight Frycast, and we know that you are, help us out. Make sure that you head on over to iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on and make sure that you rate and review us. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, and many, many more. You can also help us out with some of the minor bills around the Frightcast by heading on over to patreon.com slash midnightfrightcast. Make sure you check us out online. You can find us on Twitter at mfrightcast, and you can follow us and join in the conversation in our Facebook group, Midnight Frightcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Midnight Frightcast. So share, 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 and share some more, and post on your walls, and tell all your friends and family. And finally, make sure that oh, fuck you, Josh, and make sure you check out our films at midnightfrightfilms.com. Moyer, you got a you got a plug that's less than that one? I've, yeah, I've got a pretty simple cool. one. Um, if you enjoy getting shitty advice and bad product reviews about uh, things that guys need, uh, come on over to uh, here to tell you something. 
uh, where uh, Colby Coash, uh, fellow horror actor uh, extraordinaire, and myself uh, rate some of the best yard care products we can uh, steal <laughs> from True Value on Holdridge. Um, so yeah, that's what we basically do. We basically do yard work. It's and we do it badly. Yeah, yeah. So watch that. It's entertaining. What is that again? It is uh, here to tell you something. And we're on Facebook, and we're on YouTube, and we're on uh, the Twitters, and uh, you can you can go over to the Google, and you can find us on all those platforms. Here to tell you something. Cool, awesome. Check all those things out. Uh, gonna wrap it up here for uh, myself and Patrick and Greg and Maddie and Moyer. Hi. Thanks for hanging out with us for episode fifty-one. We will see you at fifty-two.